Okay, so hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Damage Control, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I am here with Daniel Newkirk, Cody Dietrich, Mike Stanbridge, Josh Snyder. Okay, so how how is everyone? Dan, you're back from being sick. I am. Um, He's not dying anymore. Yay! I, I am not dying. That uh, that you're aware of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am uh, no longer recreating exorcist scenes in my apartment. So. Um, yeah, I, I am very happy to be back. <laughs> I thought you were going to take longer. I'm, yeah. uh, I, I caught Adam <laughs> right in the middle of a cookie. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry, here we are in the news. <laughs> Shit. <clears throat> All right, I wrote down some news I thought were pretty interesting. Uh, Men in Black spinoff. Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are out. The new movie, the untitled movie... Written by Matt Holliday and Art Markham, the writers of Iron Man, and I wrote Trans last night because I didn't want Transformers. Uh, they're going to open up open up the series. They're getting rid of the 2K, J, J and K? J and K? Yeah. Yep. Getting rid of that. What, what do we think? Good, bad? Uh, 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 21 Jump Street and MIB, that, that movie's over with. Okay. So, so, so it's like a, um, like a, a, a remake? the Men in Black universe, basically, with different characters? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be better. I mean, the last Men in Black movie was really bad, but I think it's because you didn't have the like, Tommy Lee Jones and and Will Smith chemistry that you had in the first two. But Brolin played a really good young Jones. Yeah, he did a good job, and they did a good, a decent job with the makeup. But it, you could tell it wasn't Tommy. Right. And I felt like that really kind of made that movie a little lackluster. It seemed a little forced too. It seemed like they was trying to outdo the other two, and it just seemed like, oh, we gotta make it more outrageous, more outrageous, more outrageous. And I know that it's a sci-fi movie, but it just seemed a little. Did anyone? Fa- what do you think, Sanders? Hmm? What do you, what do you think? Oh, Men in Black Two sucked. Well, uh, what about three? three? Huh? What about three? I think a sideways reboot is an awesome idea. It's a good. It's a great concept for a, a franchise, and a sideways reboot is the only way to do it. Now, the, the other two guys are either too big or too old. To do dude, the parts and uh, what happened to Zed too in real life? The dude like he went nuts and robbed a bank, or they found him in a bank or something, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a rip, something. rip, rip Taylor. Yeah, Rip Taylor. No, yeah. Rip Torn. Rip Torn. Sorry, Rip Torn. Rip Taylor died. Rip Torn is yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rip Torn. He had some emotional problems, but it's still you know it's it's they need to recast the whole thing. And but that, I think a a sideways reboot is a better is a better idea than uh, um than than rebooting the original story. You know, uh, anyone yeah. fans of the comic or the cartoon? I like the cartoon, but I love the just car- nostalgia. Yeah, I love the cartoon. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah, I don't, my only I don't see any cool stuff. stuff. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how that works. Okay. Uh, any, okay, all right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, WB, that's Warner Brothers. Confirmed. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Confirmed>. Revelations. <laughs> and, 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 and what's their uh, their mascot? What a twist. Uh, <laughs> never mind, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. WB, <laughs> WB confirms standalone DC movies outside of DCEU continuity. DC Entertainment President Diane Nelson stated, Our intention, certainly moving forward, is using the continuity to help make sure nothing is diverging in a way that doesn't make sense, but there's no insistence upon an overall stay line or interconnectivity in that universe. So basically what they're trying to say is, we're not trying to make a Marvel somatic universe. Well, yes and no. What they're doing is they're going to be like, hey, make these DC movies, and if they suck, we're going to retcon them out of the universe, is what they're doing. 
what they're saying is they can't do it as well as Marvel, and they have no clue how to, how Marvel functions, and and they're not going to try. It, no, it is. It, they're, they're, they, they don't. It, if they they're afraid to seem like they're copying Marvel, so they're not going to make a a a, a, continu, a continuous uh, universe. But it's uh, <coughs> not proper English. I I continue conta to to stuff. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> so are I, they, are they gonna, oh, go ahead. I, I think it's a terrible idea. I uh, think them as trying like no one can agree with this. The Bat Batfleck standalone movie will be canon or not canon. No one can agree if the Joker movie is canon or not canon with the DCEU. I think they, I think that's what they're saying that the standalone the Joker is not. It will be outside of DCEU. I think it's an absolutely terrible idea. I think I th- that's what I, uh, President Diane Nelson is. Yeah, I think if you're going to be trying to create some sort of of universe in any fashion with Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman and um, Man of Steel starting to make movies that aren't part of that universe. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You say so, Adam. I signed up for this. (laughs) (laughs) I think think in the comments section the the address for the Zack Snyder fan club will be uh, posted. Uh, anyway, okay. All three of you can write <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, if Adam ever so, makes a superhero movie, yeah. we'll have Keanu Reeves and Nick Cage as Batman and Superman, and away <laughs> oh we go. God. I'd probably watch that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that too. Have you seen Nick Cage in the Superman costume? Yeah. Yes. Oh God, it's terrible. Well, he got rid of that hair. <laughs> it's terrible. It's all the, the same. Hair. Is it terrible or is it like? Can't be terrible, kind of like Evil Dead style. Oh no, it's not no, even. No, it's, I, I thought it was. I thought oh, it was. No, no, no. <laughs> it is straight up bad cosplay. Yeah, it, is. it, it, it looks <laughs> terrifying. Actually, it's yeah, it's it's didn't really have, horrific. Didn't have like LEDs on it. It was. I don't even remember. I remember he had his, he had super long hair and it was lover yeah. to mine and yeah, it was just bad. Yeah, yeah he was going for that uh that Reign of Superman mullet right. Superman look. Um, okay, anyone else? Bueller, come on, huh? Josh. Uh, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> That's a tagline now for everyone. Come on. But I think I, no, I, I do think though that is a good way to divorce themselves from the the, the Zack Snyder crap if they don't want to make a continuous continuous. Continu- I, think, I think honestly, having the standalone things is fine. Like, if you look at the way comic books are in general, from my personal experience of it, is like you have your main storyline stuff, and then you have your like your one shot things off to the side. So if you kind of look at it like that for the DCE universe or whatever for I the mean, movies the DC, the DC that was fine yeah. I mean they, they, they've, they've already done this with the t- DCU uh, TV shows they can always say it happened Earth 23 or Earth 24 right, so yeah. it's you know and then when they, when something hits like Supergirl hit they're like oh we can cross them over now you know it's like find your way to Earth 1 and you know I mean they can always do that but like I said right now I think you know it is, it is good for them to divorce themselves from the, the, the horrible mess that Zack Snyder made plus two so, if you have ideas for like well this I, is a I really cool nervous. story but it's not going to fit into my <laughs> main canon yeah. like having those side stories is always cool what's right. going to be the point behind a standalone Joker movie anyway they're supposed Money? to be telling the origin okay. but uh, isn't that some of the best parts about Joker though is that we don't really have a standardized yeah. origin we don't just trying to come up with your own possibilities yeah. how yeah. he became that way. Killing Joke's the closest thing we've got to an origin story for Joker. And yeah. and even in that's been like, oh, that's probably not true, or it could be true. It just yeah. I think it, that's some of the best parts about Joker it, is that you're never sure. If you, if you do a, a a legit origin story for the Joker, you ruin the character. I, I that absolutely agree. agree yeah, it, it'd be yeah. The same, it's the same as with Doctor Who. I mean, if you if you go if you if you if you do a legit origin story on how the Doctor became the Doctor, it's going to screw up the show. But uh, Nolan said his Joker was a uh, an Ira- uh, PST- PTSD Iraqi vet. 
Well, yeah, it, it flat out is. You, I mean, yeah. all the clues are there in the movie, and it's, yeah. I mean, and, and all this, the, the sudden skills that the Joker has that he's never had before that, you know. I mean, it's 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 straight up. He's, he's straight up out of the army. Yeah. I want, I I love the Joker. I want him to be out of the movies for like two, two five years. Leave him out of the movies. We, we definitely need to start seeing some of the Batman villains that aren't Joker. Mr. Zaz. Yeah. Oh, Clayface. I would, I would kill for a Mr. Zaz movie. Just give me oh, something yeah. street level that's not world ending. I just want to see the Hush story. Like, Oh, Hush would be an amazing on, story. That'd be great. But you don't like Hush? No, that's like Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> he, 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 he just likes saying, come on, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Hugh Hefner passed away. <laughs> that segue. Oh wow, That's, that was quite the segue. <laughs> Come on, Josh. Yeah, on, and Josh. Uh, Hugh Hefner died. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, little information. Um, little information. He supposedly, before he did Playboy magazine, he he had a horror magazine. I don't know if it was horror movies or horror genre in general. Oh, it was, interesting. It's called like Macabre or something. Yeah, it was back in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a U of I grad. He's a local boy. Right. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Cody got. Well, I think one of the funniest things I read something earlier that uh, one of the most interesting things about Playboy magazine is that they had science fiction stories in them. Absolutely, and that there's actually a lot of main high up there that got their start is just a short story in Playboy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Philip, Philip K. Dick is he one of them that turned stories into uh, Playboy? I don't, don't remember that one. I know Bradbury did a ton. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. And I know nothing about it, but something Fahrenheit 495. Oh, four, 451. 451. That's, 451. Yeah. Okay. I like, I'm not saying I don't know nothing about That's just a name I saw. Yeah, that's that's Bradbury. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think passing of Hugh Hefner is actually a real big loss. This is not... It, it, so many people know him for Playboy, but he is so much more than just a porn connoisseur. He's a it, cinephile. He loved movies. Yeah, he loved movies. He was huge for the civil rights movement in his time. It, he was big for free press. Like, like there's a lot that he did beyond just posting pictures of naked women. Okay. Not that, that wasn't important. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, moving on. Uh, did anyone see the trailer for Netflix's 1922? I did not see that. 1922. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Stephen King. Is that the Stephen King movie? With Thomas with, Jane in it? Yeah, that, that and the one where like the, the wife dies and they, they, no, they hide kills, it or something. He kills him. Kills her, right? Yeah, it dumps her in the well yeah, in the trailer. You see it? I have not seen it yet. That, that I don't do a lot of work. Looks oh, okay. scary as hell. I love it. Yeah. I'm a huge Stephen King fan to start with, so I'm really excited for it. I am a huge Thomas Jane fan because he was born on my birthday. Well, I was <laughs> born on his birthday, technically. So I watch any movie he's in. Fair. Fair. Okay. Did you watch Gerald's game? Yeah. He's not in that, is he? No, but it's Stephen King. Oh, I don't it just know. Came, it just came out on Netflix. Is it good? Huh? Is it good? It's got Bruce Greenwood in it. It's got Bruce Greenwood in it, yeah. yeah. No, I, I just. I, I, a Batman. Hmm? I just I just zip, I, I, I zipped through the novel because I you know I wanted to since so many people are watching uh, uh, Gerald's game on Netflix I wanted to maybe familiar familiar enough to it to freak them out when they're buying handcuffs at my store so it's <laughs> so know. is that like is that like a good version of uh, Twelve Shades uh, no it's this is one where uh, no 
they're 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 having. I don't like your smile. What's going on here? They're 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 having kinky sex, and he uh, the, the husband handcuffs the wife to the to the bed, then has a heart attack and dies, and she's stuck there. Oh, okay. I will watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of sizzle. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, birthdays today. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, okay. Right okay. Uh, Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson. Right on. Okay. Uh, Mary Poppins herself, Julie Andrews. Is that right? That's right. Uh, grumpy old man himself, Walter Matthau. Walt. Right and and uh, crazy old man, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Randy on the run. Okay. Right on. Before All we get right. into tonight's topic, um, Daniel, you were sick last week. He's yes. still alive? Who? <laughs> Randy Quaid? No, Walter Matthau. Well, of course he is. Yeah, he's living next to Dennis. No, this says his dad in July 2000. Walter Matthau? Matthew? Yeah. He died in 2000? Must have been really drunk that year. It's a Mandela right. We're just really slow. We're just a little low, a little slow on the news, but in case you didn't know from 17 years ago. I was still partying like it was Did you hear JFK so. was shot? <laughs> Unbelievable. What? <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Damn, he had my vote. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Daniel, you were gone last week for our trivia. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give you a trivia question. Okay. Cody, you can chime in if you want. How many men or women don the cape and cowl? And I'm not talking alternate versions. I'm talking like actual people. Actual people not in... Not alternate So no... Uh, no Batman by Gaslight. No that. Oh, okay, so we're talking. Okay, so uh, are we counting the like Batgirl variants? No, no, it's got to be Batman. Batman. Okay. Batman. So I believe actual actors. No, no, no. no, no, no we're wanting we're, we're, we're wanting comic book characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if I remember correctly, we've got. Calm down, Josh. I believe we've got. One, no. We have. I think we have two women. Uh, no. Uh, is it just one? No women. That's a, that's wrong because I looked it up. Why do y'all think the internet be, is wrong? Uh, because because, because, because in in no man land in, in no man land. No, she um, was still a bad girl. She it, was still. Hun- you talking about the, the Helena Bartonelli Huntress? She was, oh, I was talking about the the mute bad girl. Uh, the, yeah, you're talking. That's uh, uh, Cassandra Kane. Right, but she um, was still Batgirl. Well, yeah, because you can't call a woman Batman. But they, they when Batman was yeah, out, they, they call, referred to her. Yeah, you absolutely can. Well, okay, I suppose so. That's how fair. she self-identifies, man. <laughs> uh, that's fair, okay. Okay, so if we're not counting those two, that's fine. Okay. Um, then we're talking... You have to know what list I looked at. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I believe it's eight men? Nine. I got ten. Ten. Okay, so I'm missing one okay. because it's it's Bruce Wayne. No, we're not uh, counting him. Oh, we're not counting him. Yeah, everyone knows that. Okay, so I'm missing two because yep. uh, it's Dick Grayson, Jean Paul oh, Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got Hugo Strange. Okay, that's not on here. Okay, because Hugo Strange wore the cape and cowl for a little bit because he that was his whole stick was he wanted to be Batman. Okay. Um, we've got the three ghosts of Batman, which I don't remember their names. No, that one don't count. <laughs> Maybe you need to, to, to figure out the parameters uh, of your question before you ask uh, it. <laughs> okay, we've got uh, Bane wore the cape and cow briefly in uh, Forever Evil. Happened. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I he got, had the, I got he had the Robo Bunny suit. First of all, I got the commish on here, not commissioner. So. Okay, the commish Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dude from Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
Anyone else? Uh, Sorry. You, you keep telling me no, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we're not counting alternate universes, I think I'm, I think I'm out on eight. Uh, okay, those I got eight. So what do you got? I got Jean Paul Valley, which yeah. you said. That was Azrael, yeah. Uh, Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. which I love. Did you read Black Mirror? Uh, I have a copy, but I have not read it yet. Oh yes, yes I have. Never mind. I'm sorry. I have read Rock Mirror because that's the one. Uh, the they um, make a big deal about um, how Dick Grayson is is making jokes as Batman. And yes, I did read that. That was really did he good. Make jo- oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Terry McGinnis. That's that's alternate universe. That's Batman oh, Beyond. That, no, no. But if you count Terry McGinnis, then you have to count. That is um, that is canon, Thomas right? Wayne. Well. It, Spoiler alert, next one, Thomas Wayne. Which is alternate universe. Thomas Wayne never wore it in the yeah, normal that's continuity. That's, that's, that's an alternate universe. That's Flashpoint Josh and Hill. Earth 2. <laughs> uh, Flashpoint. Not alternate universe, it's Elseworld. It's DC. Yes, uh, Flashpoint <laughs> and, Else, and uh, Earth 2 was Thomas Wayne. Uh, Damien Wayne. Also an alternate universe, because that was in the Devil's Bargain. I refuse to argue comics with comics. <laughs> uh, You're the one that started this. <laughs> Uh, Superman. Uh, that's alternate universe. Uh, no, no, that, that that's, did, that's that real. Did happen in, that really that happened. Did, yeah, that, that really happened. Happen. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Batman got injured. and Robin went to Superman and said there must be a Batman, and they did actually a really good animated film on it. Um, because there's a scene where uh, Superman busts into a bar and they're they're doing crime or he's trying to figure out some um, some people tracking down leads, and Superman as Batman intimidates this dude. And he doesn't do anything, and he's like, I don't know what to do. And Robin says, flip the table. And he flips the table, and the dude freaks out. Even, be- even before that, in the 70s, they did it twice to protect uh, Bruce Wayne's secret identity. Uh, Bat- yeah. Superman got the, into the bat suit and pretended to be Batman, so Bruce Wayne and Batman could be in the same room at the same time. Did they have to and that's back when they made the, all the comments, because they, they were drawn by the same person. They looked like they always looked like the same character. So, but, uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got some old... It, it, 25 cent cover price and 12 cent cover price issues where that happened back in the, the Superman yeah. family days back when comics were you know we're looking at really uh, tame so besides mm-hmm. Superman we got uh, Alfred Pennyworth uh, okay alright yeah he wore it for like well, like one issue okay. maybe he was trying many, to get a stain out and he couldn't get the script I don't out. know how many times I need to repeat I am technically right <laughs> and we are Americans that is the best way to be right Technically. Technically, I guess. Okay. Go live in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, Jason Todd. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. As Which I, I don't know how you very... guys feel about him, but I hate him. He's as worse as a Joker. He's everywhere. Oh, I love I love. Red he's Hood. everywhere, man. God. I mean, they, they overuse him a little bit, but he's not Winter Soldier overused, so I'm happy with that. And the last one, uh, some say the best Batman... Tim Drake. Yeah, again, I guess he wore it very, very briefly in the normal continuity. Okay, yeah, and Tim Drake was phenomenal. I mean, Bruce Wayne even said that Tim Drake would be a better Batman than he would be. Or did he say a better detective? Yeah, he said that, yeah, talking about his detective skills, and it was in the Nightfall series, he said someday Tim Drake will be a better, I believe he said he'll be a better Batman than I will ever be in the Nightfall series. Because he was trying to find a successor, um... And he, that's when the Jump Hall Valley picks up the, the mantle. But, yeah, here, here's a pen. Put Bane, Hugo Strange, and the three ghosts of Batman on Lesson that list. Lesson learned, I've never <laughs> All right, okay, so tonight's topic is box office bombs and guilty pleasures. Um, so let's, real quick, uh, guilty pleasures. Anyone got, anyone's that 
that you guys watch Secret like, and Dark and like don't mo- even want to know? Movies and TV shows? Or anything, or like, really. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not shy about, about uh, what I like. I mean, I've got a copy of Chicago at home. Uh, I am not not ashamed you of that. Mike love musicals. <laughs> you were the one that liked horror musicals. Right? Oh, I lo- oh yeah, Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Demon Barber, Fleet Street. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, Sweeney Todd, uh, Repo. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I loved Repo. Yeah. Um, Josh. Annie, I love Annie. Rounders. How's that a pleasure. failure? That's not a guilty pleasure. That's it's an awesome like, flick. Dude. A lot of people think that it's terrible. Who thinks it's terrible? A lot of people. Yeah, I'm dude, there's a lot of people that I run. I get crap for it all the time. You gotta be kidding me! That's nope. an awesome movie. I love that movie. Oh, okay. Cat in the Hat. Wait, the live action? The live action. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, now you're gonna you're gonna get picked on. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, Has anyone I, seen the It trailer uh, edited to the cat, in the, the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat? No, oh, no that sounds amazing. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. Okay, uh, I, I'm not gonna let Cody have the only real, real guilty pleasure. We were talking about this uh, last. No, that was two weeks before I got sick. Um, 80s cartoon movies. I love them. Uh, Transformers. Transformers. I have a copy of it. It's fantastic. G.I. Joe. I want a copy of it. It's great. That was such and, a well, de- love, yeah. that was such a departure from the series because it was like just Cobra and Joes, and all of a sudden there's Snake Men, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Though. And and honestly, one of the best is the Rainbow Bright movie. Right on. The the rainbow love, the rainbow bright movie was absolutely fantastic. This, in that is, being, yeah. this is being recorded. I I know guilty players. Sci fi for me, dude. Misfits <laughs> of Science. If you haven't seen it, it rocks. It's so much fun. Courtney, it was Courtney Cox's first TV series. Really? Great show. It's all on YouTube. If you want to look it up, is that Go. before or after uh, before the Bruce Ste- uh, yeah. Springsteen video and everything? Yeah. Um, QED first the first series was Sam Watterson who ended up playing a, a d bag lawyer for twenty years on Law and Order. But he plays a, a Sherlock Holmesian type character in that. It was lasted for six episodes. Awesome show, The Wizard with uh, um, David Rappaport. Another great show. You know, I love '80s sci-fi. So, I, but I don't feel guilty about it. No, no, absolutely. Not. <laughs> and I've got the T-shirts well, to fun. prove it. Uh, I like uh, my guilty pleasures be late '90s, early aughts TV shows like The Invisible Man, uh, Good vs. Evil. Yeah, absolutely, G versus E. It wasn't good versus evil. It was yeah. G versus E. G versus E. Clayton Warner. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Mortal Kombat Conquest. The eleven o'clock. It's, it was like on eleven o'clock at night. I'd like. Oh, you. was that like the animated movie? No, no, no. no this was a TV show. Yeah, uh, it starred up. Kristana Loken. Kristana Loken. Before she went on to do T three. Huh. It was on like eleven o'clock at night. Huh. Never saw that. I, did, uh, I thought they just did the two movies. I like um, many more rom coms. I do. All right. Hey, 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 you got. If if you were, if you don't have a couple rom coms as a male, you are doing everything wrong in dating. I actually thought of something too. Um, there's that Josh, movie you had with. It's actually the movie. Um, How to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, that movie was good. With, uh, <laughs> that movie's hilarious. Uh, was it McConaughey? McConaughey. Yeah. No, that was and Failure to Launch, wasn't it? No, no that, it, it's, it's very movie. similar. Very, oh, yeah. It's the same McConaughey movie, plays the same role. He's in like, all those movies. Yeah. Oh, in 15 yeah. different movies, basically. <laughs> the thing I like about scripts is I keep getting older and they say the same age. <laughs> 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 Failure to Launch is another good one, though, too. Yeah, yeah that's yes, also it funny. Um, uh, what's the, the one that was uh, Gerard Butler and... Um, uh, Kristen Heigl. Oh, when she died, when he dies. No, uh, well, that's P.S. I Love You, and that one was good too. 
Um, but uh, no, it's uh, she's like a um, a uh, news reporter, and he's a weatherman, and does like a love section or something well, like no, that. Man, he's thinking the one with Hugh Jackman, right? No, no, no. It, it's it's definitely Gerard Butler. Um, and the, there's a really famous scene where there's like a vibrating panties, and she has to go to a work meeting, and the, there's a kid that gets the remote control. You know what, Daniel? Oh. I'm a good Christian boy. I don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> vibrating panties? Yeah. Oh God, my. Uh, Do they make those for dudes? Because um, I've never seen him at my <laughs> store. Oh, what was that yeah. called? All right, while well, he's getting out Google. Or yep, no nope, dispensers, corporate vibrating dude underwear. That's an awesome idea. Uh, I, I would like, sell the crap out of those. I like any movie starring Henry Rollins. Um, some of the, they're all not best besides Johnny Mnemonic. I like uh, the last heist. He never died. He was in season two of Sons of Anarchy, and uh, he played Bonk in Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Get shot. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. It's okay. It's just a character. <laughs> Are you going to say the spoiler? <laughs> uh, did you find it? I've I, I got Gerard Butler up Should, right now. I'm do you want, do you want us to tread water while you're... Yes. Um, I, I will have it in just a few seconds. I will know it as soon as I see it. Spl- you like Splat? Splash. Oh, yeah. Come on. Splash? Come on, Cody. What do you think? Oh, Splash is an awesome flick. Yeah. Did you know they made a sequel to that? Yeah, Splash 2. I saw Splash it. Splash 2, yeah. yeah but it was, it was Splash T-O-O. Yeah. Dude, we're not good at spoiling. Oh, I, I, I know what I'm treading water, man. Ugly, ugly truth. I love ugly, ugly, ugly truth. That's the name of it. Always the best. Um, like like I may have had, two and all that fun yeah. stuff. I may oh. have had the woman wrong, the female <laughs> actor. It, it's it's ugly truth is the one I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Catherine Heigl. Yeah. She is like blacklisted in Hollywood. Really? Why? Why is that? Uh, she's not very nice, apparently. Oh. Huh. Oh, and and speaking of Jar Butler and and Rocket Rolla. If you haven't that seen is it. not a guilty pleasure. No, 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 it's a fantastic movie, and there needs to be a sequel. That is the immediately. last good movie Guy Ritchie made. Which one? Rock and Rolla. I, you didn't, I absolutely you didn't like the King Arthur one. I like the King Arthur. I'm one. like right down the middle on it. I enjoyed it. Well, that that's coming up a little sizzle. That's coming up later on in the podcast. Ah, stay All tuned. Right. Everyone done with their guilty pleasures? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could go on for so. days. Okay. <laughs> We got. We're only at a half hour, so. Anyway, box office bombs. Uh, according to filmsite.org, reasons for films to. Bo- uh, reading is a. Hard for me. Stay in school. <laughs> reason for films to bomb are lack of studio promotion, heavy competition, uh, exorbitant production costs, difficult to recoup, and other production problems. Negative word of mouth or other external factors such as bad timing timing or economic problems all right yes so before we get into i disagree i don't know (laughs) just wanted to give him a reason to use his favorite catchphrase okay so anyway before we start getting into uh, box office bombs and how to fix them or how we think we should fix them uh I, i looked up one of my favorite ones i know the urban legend that surrounds it but i didn't know a lot of the information so i looked up the actual information and kind of blended the urban legend into it so most of what we're going to hear is is bull, basically. No, ten uh, percent of it will be okay. bull. Okay, ten um, percent bull is an acceptable. Yeah, so. That's what's allowed by the EPA. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So this much this much troubled, lavish, epic production of RKO was heralded with taglines such as "spectacular as its barbaric passions and savage conquests," and they conquered each other and. Oh, wait a minute. I'm reading again. <laughs> 
<laughs> they conquered each other and then the world. Okay. Musical dancer and, and crooner Dick Powell directed his second film, executive produced by crazy man himself Howard Hughes, his second to last pick. Filmed on location near St. George, Utah, close to the nuclear weapons testing grounds in Nevada. Exposing cast and crew to the radioactivity plus additional exposure after shipping 60 tons of contaminated dirt back to Hollywood for reshoots. Alright? Okay. Anyway, keep going. Reportedly guilty about the demise of so many related to the flick, Hughes bought up all the copies and kept them from public view for 17 years until 1974. What? Hold on one second. All four are looking at around each other. We have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, mystery. mystery. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. What do you think? It's working. We're all confused. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the only thing, and, and I know um, uh, Snyder and I had the same thoughts. You mentioned RKO, and I'm just like, this comment is out of nowhere. Like, what the? We have no R- idea. It's an RKO production. What's what's that? RKO radio. Like, it, it was one of the biggest production companies yeah. of the 40s and 50s. Uh, I was just Wells. thinking about Randy Orton. Uh, yeah, that's that was, that was exactly what I was seen, thinking. You ever oh. seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen Rocky Horror Picture yeah, Show? Yeah. Okay. When he when, he, when they're climbing the, to the top of the tower, when Rocky's carrying Frank on the, to the top of the tower, and there's a big symbol in the back that says RKO Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, they were they were huge in the 30s and 40s and 50s. They made a lot of low-budget sci-fi plus stuff and classics. Uh, plus, classic. it's in the theme song. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I thought that was something yeah, just for no, the movie. Okay. RKO Pictures is right. huge. I don't watch a lot of 40s, 50s stuff. <sighs> I think so. they got it out by, bought out by Columbia or Universal. I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, a long time ago. I think Sis and Kane kind of destroyed it because Orson Welles used RKO and it like just right. bankrupt. Anyway. No, it wasn't that early on, was it? I think, uh, maybe not. 10% bull, remember. All right, you yeah. Let us know in the comments. I'll Google, you keep talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this flick was horribly miscast. A, pre- uh, a preposterous <laughs> script and wooden monotonous delivery of inane dialogue, such as, you're beautiful in your wrath. I shall keep you. Right? Good acting? Spot on. Have you figured it out yet? I, I, no. I have no idea. Like, I completely <laughs> lost. I, like... Okay. Cody out. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Cody out. <laughs> horrible. It had horrible and racist makeup. Critic, <laughs> critics denounced the film as unintentionally hilarious, but Hughes claimed it was one of his masterpieces. It was one of the higher-grossing films of its year, but couldn't recoup all of its unprecedented costs. It is 1956, The Conqueror, starring John Wayne as Genghis Khan. <laughs> I remember that flick. <laughs> That's awesome. John what? Wayne uh, as Genghis Khan. Yeah, yeah you, you should definitely, I've, I've watched this, you should check it out, it's hilarious. What? So that was the facts. It had a budget of $6 million and it domestically it only made $4.5 million. So, he, here is the urban legend around. I mean, it's, it's true, but... Okay, just let me read on. <laughs> All right, so, so what, what was the country that, or the the nations that the the Genghis Khan sacked? Was it the Chinese? Mm-hmm. Was it Chinese? I just all, all right, you, when, when Pilgrim, I, we're gonna get you out of that wall. Well, that was like one what of the, the pro- hell? That was one John of the Genghis Khan? That was one of the problems because he he spoke his dialogue with that McClintock s delivery. Oh God, that's terrible. Yeah. Who would? Beautiful, uh, beautiful one. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So, uh, director Dick Powell. Died of cancer. Pedro Armendariz uh, committed suicide rather than live with his terminal diagnosis of cancer. Agnes Moorhead died of cancer. 
Susan Hayward and John Wayne died of cancer. So the movie was so bad it gave them all cancer? <laughs> Report, yeah, reportedly from this flick, because it was filmed on... On the, the test grounds. Right. Yeah. So, well, hang on, it gets Ow. worse. So it gets worse. Of the flicks, 220 cast and crew members from Hollywood, 91 have, count, have contracted cancer. Contracted cancer. Wow. Bad. So that, that's, that, that's the truth. So everyone thinks that this movie gave everyone cancer. The truth is that uh, they did, like, a, whoever does statistics, whoever they are, say out of 200 people, if you take a group of 200 people, 81 of them is going to have cancer anyway. Right. So it's, it's correlation yeah, doesn't yeah. equal causation on that one. But everyone says that, anyway, that's my favorite box office bomb. So I, I, knew, I knew the cancer deal, but I looked up the other stuff. So. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's interesting. But that's a, that's a lot of... A lot of uh, coincidence to line up like that, you know. Like I just thought it was funny that they shot fake news. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny that that, that they shot on um, radioactive grounds, and then to do research to do reshoots. I'm sure they have dirt in Hollywood, but instead of just using dirt, they brought back 60 tons of the radioactive dirt from location to do reshoots in Hollywood. That seems really unnecessary. Well, I gave him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyone else? No? Comments? Questions? That's, that's uh, RKO I'm was still so trying to understand how they would cast John Wayne as an Asian conqueror. Because he was the biggest star of the time. It's the same reason why, uh, and once again, I will go off on this one, why Will Smith was, can- was cast as Deadshot. Whether or not he's appropriate for the role. Man, those wounds just healed. Those Did wounds they? just healed, Matt. He, he's, he's one of the bigger stars, and, they, and, they, that's, and he was going to put butts on seats, so they cast him as Genghis Khan. You know? uh, admittedly, Will Smith was not my first choice for Deadshot. Right. So. Oh, all right, all right. Off tangent, this is because what we do best, <coughs> Deadshot casting right now. I have a time machine. I have a Tartarus. In your back office. Tartarus? Tartarus. A Tartarus? Yeah. <laughs> you dip your fish sticks in, into his time machine. What's it called? Tartarus. Tartarus. I have a bowl of Tartarus sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the time-traveling Tartarus sauce. There That's we go. That's also There's, a show that, that, We're going to be filming oh, yeah. that video at the end of the week. <laughs> Look, if, the, if a hot tub... Dude, time-traveling Tartarus sauce. Dip your fish sticks and let's go view history. But, no, no, here's a trick. Here's the reason why people don't time-travel. Because you got to use chicken nuggets. Well, there you go. See? Yeah, uh, okay. That's the mistake most people make. Chicken nuggets and tartar sauce. <laughs> anyway, yeah. cast them right now. Don't think about it. Just go. Um, You're already thinking. I, I, I am. Um, I, Shut up, Josh. <laughs> 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 um, I think if I'm going to cast Deadshot, uh, and it has to be a, a relatively well-known star to put mm-hmm. butts in seats, um, I think I go with Gerard Butler. Uh, he's he's fresh in my mind, but I think he you would do. You like a f- Gerard Butler too, don't you? I do. I think he would do a fine job as Deadshot. I don't think um, he, he. He would just have to throw his accent, which mm-hmm. he's been able to do before. Because he has to drop his Scottish accent, but I think he could do it. You what? Josh, go ahead. No. Mm-hmm. Cast it. Yeah. I know Stanbridge already has. I'm leaving him last because I know he's already got someone. No? Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> I always have people in mind. Oh, but, who do you got? But right, right now, Idris Elba. Uh, I think, uh, you know, yeah. if he's, he's, he's 
very good in comic book movies. He's willing to take the the the, the hit for the team. Yeah, but so he, he's not going to do want to do all the the clothes. He'll leave the mask on if the mask is necessary for the scene. He's a quality actor. He's more about the craft than he is about being a movie star. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's hated, a great choice. Yeah. yeah, he hated doing Thor too because he had just come off doing that really hard hitting. Uh, was it? It wasn't. Was it Mandela? No, it wasn't Mandela. He did that really. Hard I understand. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But and I then he had to go back and do Thor too, and he hated it. He sure, well, he, has, he has. But he he has such a junk role in Thor. Right, and 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 it's it. Well, he, I think a lot of it is because. Huh? Yeah, Hemdel. Hemdel. Um And and but a lot of the reason I think he does that is because because Branagh's in charge of it, and he, and and. If you're if you're in Branagh's crowd, you get into the, you get to do all the fun Shakespeare stuff that if you're a, an actor, you want to do too. So I mean, and I, I don't think I, I think maybe he had issues with with doing the part, but he's not going to have issues with the, the Disney paycheck. So uh, and uh, what, and it what? keeps him out there. He keeps his name out there. He gets to do. I mean, like he's got a new movie coming out. Uh, I've forgotten the name of it, but it looked really really awesome. Um, and I yeah. Dark Tower. Uh, that's already been out. He's getting a lot of real quality cool. scripts for, because of that. And but I think that he, you know he's he's enough of a craftsman that he's willing you know making make sacrifices for the movie that that Will Smith did not make. So what in the comic books? Tell me out here. What's Deadshot's ethnicity? He's like a. It's both. It's both in the comics and the and the and the cartoon. He's been he's been both pre pre Suicide uh, Squad the movie though. What was um, he uh, traditionally he Tradition. is is uh, an American. And the mm-hmm. original Deadshot was actually um, a heavier set guy. Yeah. Like, he was not this lean-cut martial right. arts dude. He was an overweight, very precise sniper. Yeah. Um, what are some really good... This is really off topic. What are some really good overweight characters? Kingpin? Kingpin? I know um, he's all muscle. He's technically all muscle. Right. They, the, and, you know... The biggest one that comes to mind right now that is getting to be most popular is Faith from Valiant. Um, she's a superhero who can fly, and she is pretty heavy set she's probably um i don't know if they've ever canonically said her weight but she's probably in the the high 200s low 300s anyway okay all right all right box office bond for 2017 i want to see if we can make them better okay okay we all we up for the challenge yeah i'm down i'm ready for anything uh, yeah. Redesign, rewrite, Ooh, reshoot, right? <laughs> uh, Smurfs. Wait a minute. Okay, I get, I get nervous. <laughs> Smurfs, The Lost Village. It had a budget of $60 million. So with marketing, it's like, what, $120 million? You usually double it. It made $43.8 million. So it's a flop. What can we do? Because I know they're going to be calling us. What can we do to make it better? I say stop the crap. Stop, stop the crap with bringing them into the real world. Or they're already in the real world. But stop the whole uh, what they did with Masters of the Universe, leaving Eternia, coming to Earth. Why can't they just be like in the Smurf Village? That was Smurf Street, the Lost Village. They didn't go to the real world this time. Oh, that's the bomb. Well, do something different then. <laughs> I'm going to suggest the things that I already did. Look at me go. Here's a bomb office bomb that no one saw, but Cody. Exactly. It's going to be really hard for us to... No, no, I want this cleared out. I didn't see it. I just... I took speaking the context. It's, it's all right. We're not going to judge you, Cody. It's speaking fine. of guilty pleasures, Cody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to, 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 to point out the errors in a movie we haven't seen. <laughs> so, well, What do we like from Smurfs? Uh, Gargamel. But Gargamel boiling Smurfs and feeding them to his cat. Did Hank Azaria make a good Gargamel? Hank Azaria does everything well, but 
So we keep Hank Azaria. Uh, I, I like really. I you know, I've I seen, think I've seen no Smurf movies. Like I'm just. I'm, I am a Hank Azaria. You're fan, not on trial here, Steve. Yeah. It's okay. But I've seen no Smurf movies. But I, I enjoy Hank Azaria in you know, almost everything he does. I think even in that horrible Godzilla movie. Are you talking about the one that had Matthew Broderick? Yeah. Oh yeah. god, that was terrible. Yeah, but Hank Azaria was good in it. <laughs> I think if we're gonna make a, we're gonna rewrite Smurfs, a movie that none of us have seen, we just start from the ground up. Like you gotta, but you can only go two apples up. Two apples. Okay, that's right. <laughs> that's how tall they are. Yeah, is it two, so apples? two apples high. Two all right, apples. so all right. Adam full which is trivia. Technically taller than <laughs> taller than the mushrooms they live in, but oh well. Yeah, you know you're bad, man. I know my Smurfs. <laughs> So uh, I think uh, we we grab what was originally. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I have to do this time, Prince Adam. <laughs> Can we just make a Snorks movie instead? Oh my gosh, that's how we fix it. We make a Snorks yeah, movie. Yeah, Smurfs, Smurfs meet the Snorks. There because you go. Because the, techn- the technology is snorks, there snorks. now with Aquaman. Have you seen the footage of Aquaman underwater? That looks pretty decent. It looks fantastic. Yeah. So let's let's. Uh, oh, that's Jason Momoa, baby. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna rock anything. He's we in. should just make it like super crazy and do like Smurfs of these Snorks like blood feud. Oh, what if we did like a, like a CSI episode with smart like it was a murder mystery? They, what? Nothing. I'm just all right. Smurfington, he came in and smurfed him right on the lawn. <laughs> well, they, Robot chickens done. You know they do that skit. They've done that skit oh, they where yeah, they've gone them. around trying to solve a, mur- a murder and the Smurf village. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they did, yeah Brady. Did it? Was it Brady? Uh, wasn't it Brady? That did, that did it to, no, it wasn't It was Jokey. Jokey did it. It yeah, was oh, Jokey. Really? The one you, everybody knew was because he's the only he one He framed does. Brady. Um, I think, I don't remember this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was just crazy. It was just And then yeah, and it ends up with Papa Smurf dancing around with Smurfette's body. Okay, speaking of Smurfette, can we acknowledge that in our version? Can we acknowledge, like, I know there's a bunch of jokes on it, but how do they reproduce with just one lady? Can we... They don't. Smurfette's not a, a, a real Smurf. She was created by Gargamel. So but she's how not... Do they, how do they come into existence? So she's basic, basically... The Storks bring them. Yeah, they... The Storks or the Snorkels. But, yeah, they're, 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 they're not... They're not a... Um, uh, what do you call it? Bi... Um, sec, not bisexual. What is it called? Hermaphroditical? No, they're, they're no. not a two-sex species. They're, they're asexual. asexual. They're an asexual oh. species. Uh, Smurfette is, is basically just a male Smurf in a wig created by Gargamel. Really? Yeah. So they're not... Are they actual creatures? Well, no, yeah. they're imaginary yeah. characters. See, what they Shut did was up, they Josh. made a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have not read Jane, Jane Goodall's latest novel, but... <laughs> but, but I mean, within, within the mythos of Smurfs, are they real characters? I... Yeah, I think they're, 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 they're like fairies, like fae-like creatures. Yeah, is, but, is my understanding. But they are, they are, they're asexual. Smurfette was created by Gargamel to infiltrate, and, uh, and they, they, yeah, she was like a Manchurian Candidate style type thing. Yeah, and then she, then, yeah. <laughs> Why is there skin? <laughs> that, that was something I never thought I'd hear. The Smurfs is like Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my god! What if we did that? <laughs> what if? What if? I would watch that too. What I if, would watch that. What if yeah. Smurf- <laughs> well, that's that's tonight's Rick and Morty episode. Is <laughs> the Rick Curry and Morty day? What <laughs> if? What if Smurfette wakes up? What if she wakes up and then that's that's the whole movie? Come on, man! Everything's getting a great I'm, reboot. We've already done that episode. All right, yeah, I'm down. Let's let's pretty reboot Smurfs. Why? Why is there? She wakes up in a studio and and, and, and inside the Avatar suit and uh, til- begs Cameron oh, not to do a damn sequel. Crossover. <laughs> uh, why, is there, why is her skin blue? Huh? Is that a reason? Because they're all blue, and he made her to infiltrate. No, no. Them. Why? Why? Why are the Smurfs as a species blue? Oh, chlorophyll. I don't know. 
That would be green. That's the point. Chloroform rolls. Hey now, that's that's a different path we're taking. Okay, all right, all right, fine. I'm gonna Google that one because I want to know now. Chloroform? No. Why Smurfs are blue? I think it has to do because the show was originally made to advertise a cereal, wasn't it? Like a lot of stuff back then. I, I know the cereal came out at some time afterwards. But I, no, it, actually, the, the, the Smurfs never started out to advertise cereal. The Smurfs started out as a toy. Um, the Smurfs were on sale as toys, little figurines, long before the cartoon ever came. They did, and they were really, really popular. And then that's they they made the cartoon. And then, so it's probably just an abs, uh, asinine choice to make the skin blue. It was just some. They were making little fairy toys and with the mushroom houses and that's. that's more. I thought there was. A no. Oh, I, mean, oh, oh I, I might have a fan theory. Uh, uh, always a fan I love theory. fan theories. Right, you, you, you um, do, we, do we need to tread water? Yeah, just a little bit. You can just uh, dust a little bit. Um, anyway, RKO oh, was one of the big five <laughs> studios from 1928 to and, 1957. And Smurfs are gotcha. three apples tall, sir. Oh. That, uh, that's way too big to live in a mushroom. How come the, how come the internet's right when it puts me down? When <laughs> I'm trying to support it. <laughs> that's what Wiki says. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um... Anyway, treading water. Josh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, this is an interesting theory. Well, what? Well, okay, I don't know if this is the same one. It's an evolutionary adaptation to help them blend in when harv- harvesting Smurf berries. Since they are limited to food and materials that begin with Smurf, they are easy to find and camouflage as their only defense. Yeah, because when I think forest, I think blue. Yeah, I, me too. Well, okay. Smurf berries are blue, so while they're harvesting oh, the berries. yeah, fair enough. Know. Good point. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. I don't know if we really answered that one, but okay. Uh, The next one I think we'll have a little more easier time with. Uh, Baywatch. Budget of $69 million. It made $41.7 million. It was a flop. Now, I think that it was a flop because you have Rock or Dwayne, whatever he goes by now. Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson, future president of the United States. And Zac Efron. So they took they took uh, uh, intellectual property, and they screwed over either both fan bases. They screwed over the fan base that liked the show, and they put in jokes and and they made it towards the young YouTube generation. But the young YouTube generation doesn't even know what Baywatch is besides David Hasselhoff drunk eating a cheeseburger. Same same mistakes they so made with uh, Twenty One Jump Street and everything. Yeah, else. I think it, it fell yeah. right. You're, you're, yeah. They're making jokes to, to appeal to the fan base, but little nods back to the past. But the, the their main audi- the core audience for a, a motion picture released in, in cinemas are, are people who have never seen the content. Right, because I've seen I've seen the opening scene and it was Rock as Hasselhoff's character mm-hmm. coming up to a character a guy on the beach drawing character, and he goes, "Hey, what do you think?" And he's like, "Oh, you need to make my endowment bigger." Mm-hmm. So like that shit was never said on the TV show. Yeah, I think was, that's one of those things where people are taking the their perceived idea of what Baywatch was into the script because everyone was like, what's Baywatch? Oh, it's girls in bikinis and big boobs and running. And it was actually like, had some legitimate drama to it. And I feel like that's the problem. Now, uh, speaking of girls with big boobs, Alexandra Daddario is on that. You know who she is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, she was in the first season of uh, uh, True Detective. She did a topless scene in it, right? I've watched that scene over and over again. Uh-huh. Well, well, well shot. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so she was t- in an interview. She was talking about how she met President Barack Obama. Now remember, she's topless in True Detective. 
So she meets President Barack Obama, and and Barack says, I, I'm a big fan of True Detective. So she said, the president has seen my boobs. <laughs> just saying. Okay. I'm just saying, I'd be proud of that. That's... If the president seen me naked. Uh, well, also so in jail? President? Uh, I'd be less proud. <laughs> <laughs> Now, right. Calvin Coolidge saw me naked. I'd wear that like a bag. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's a staff of people just just waiting to, to as soon as he goes to the bathroom to erase the browser history of our current president. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what can we do to fix? Get the magnet. Baywatch? <laughs> what can we do to fix Baywatch, guys? Make it less jokey. Increase the drama or attention. It doesn't have to be gritty. Does that, oh, can it be not, a little camp? It, 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 it can be, be drama and not be like the hardcore I, gritty. That we've been seeing. What was Baywatch yeah. Night? Baywatch Nights was even campier. Wasn't it like werewolves? Oh, and the, shit? vampires, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Baywatch meets Police Academy. Reboot them both at the same time. Oh oh, Baywatch Academy? Baywatch Academy. Police Academy. Police Academy 8, only it's Baywatch. Lifeguards yeah. on patrol. Yep. Lifeguards on patrol. All right, so real quick back to Smurfs. <laughs> I've got an answer. Okay. Um, little known fact they're blue because they are constantly drinking methylated spirits and eating blueberries. Uh, that is from Yahoo Answers, probably a fan theory, but there we go. Can we trust it? Probably not. It's the internet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what, but wasn't uh, isn't the Smurfs like everything in that like an allegory for World War Two or something? Smurfs? Or is that just another fan? It seems like everything's an allegory. For or it. you can't. Yeah. You could like oh this this is probably a, a brief allusion to the. the the strife that we're facing in third world countries now, or gotcha. like, oh no, this is about the Holocaust, even though it's a children's show. Just, like, I admit, there are some, like, it. You, you can make anything sound convincing with enough words. Okay. I've tried, you, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can say, make anything sound convincing with enough words. I don't speak good words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what are we doing for Baywatch again? We're getting off topic. We've never done oh, that yeah. topic before. <laughs> I, I think the idea was cut the comedy, bring in the drama. Like I'm not it... saying cut the comedy completely. I'm just saying tone it down where it's not jackass meet Baywatch. Can we get rid of The Rock? I like The Rock. He seems like a really cool guy. Well, But he does he... he it's, I like used let to, somebody else be in a movie. Thank right? you. I love I love <laughs> Jason. He's doing a lot of work. Yeah. That's weird that I agreed with you. Yeah, right? He's uh, got a political campaign to fund, guys. But, but like... I like Jason Statham. I don't anymore because he's in every movie. <laughs> I like The Rock until he's in every movie. It's can we not have him in every movie? Well, can we not have the Joker as the villain in every movie? I mean, that's fair. I mean, uh, my sister doesn't like Tom Hanks for that exact reason because he. Your she, sister's a Nazi. If she doesn't. Like <laughs> 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 well, it you can't. It's Call of Duty syndrome, right? Like. You just you get the same thing all the time. It's like do something different, entertain me. I don't want to see the same crap. Is that a video game? Over reference? and over again. Yeah, that's over my head. That's no, okay. Most of what we say is. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, zingers. Oh my Seven. God. What are you watching? Uh, nothing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm watching the, the the trailer for the five new Tom Hanks movies. So anyway, I apologize to you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Hanks is a American Hero. treasure. Thank you. He saved Private Ryan. Do you guys, going off topic again, 
<laughs> that's the whole podcast. We're on it. That's what we should name the, the podcast. I, 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 ain't, I ain't in this one. I'm going to take the Polar Express on out of here because he's not that great. No. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, did you guys notice that Matt Damon's career Matt Damon. has been <laughs> has been the U.S. government trying to save him? You know how much money the U.S. government has spent trying to save Matt Damon? From what? Saving Private Ryan. How much money? Oh, we okay. Interstellar. The Martian. How uh, much money did we spend that's, that's saving? Not like three movies as a whole career. Wait. I say screw him and leave him Matt on Damon? the Martian. No, that wasn't Matt Damon Interstellar. Yeah, it was. That he was, was Matthew McConaughey. Wasn't spoilers. It? He was on that planet. The ice planet. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Interstellar, so. <laughs> I'm going to dispute you, you, but I've never seen that movie. I didn't realize he was in the film. I thought you were talking about the main character, the one that gets shot into space. He (laughs) gets... (laughs) Wow, wow. Anyways. We've got to get a camera up here. You've got to see this look I'm giving. Holy cow. It's just straight daggers. (laughs) Uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Budget of $110 Any guesses? How much it made? About... Twelve million, probably. <laughs> no, closer to like thirty. Uh, I had to look. Uh, Forty point five million. Yeah. What did we all see it? Come on, man. Who, who directed that? Uh, he directed. Shit, I don't remember. You got your phone in your hand. Um, did we all see it? I did. I, I did not. I I that one I had to bump to my wait for DVD. Has anyone seen the anime? The anime. Oh, the animated ones. Okay, fantastic. Of course. Yeah. Did we love the anime? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, the first one for sure. Okay. Does anyone have a problem knowing the anime? Does anyone have a problem with Scarlett Johansson cast? Because if you look at the anime and you look at Scarlett Johansson, they're the character, I mean, they're fairly similar in aesthetics. I understand I understand the issue. But and they did they did answer it. You guys want me to know how they you want me to tell you how they answered the problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Okay, okay. All right. Spoilers. So, in the live action movie, they they acknowledge the fact that Scarlett Johansson is a Caucasian female. Right. She, the brain that they use, the ghost, the ghost in the shell, is actually a Asian woman that mm-hmm. they put into a Caucasian empty shell. Right. But Which is like how it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah that's, 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 that's 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 compiling with the with the actual that's on point with the story from. But I just remember her being cast was a huge. It, it shouldn't have uproar. been. Yeah, because if you look, like I said, if you look at the actual anime, and they're fairly similar aesthetically looking, so I don't know. I feel like the biggest problem with when people have these kind of issues with um, uh, with the the nationality swapping is people who don't understand the 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 source material. It's like when people were in an uprage about Thor being a woman and, oh, they made Iron Man a black woman and all of these things. They don't understand the core issue and they don't understand what's going on in the storyline. Um, they just, they, he has said, see a headline, oh, they're making an Asian character, Scarlett Johansson, and they don't understand that this is a robot. This is... She looked really good in that suit, too. Right, but you just can't, you, you can't, you can't... <laughs> You can cast Thor as as a, as a an Asian black woman, uh, but if you uh, 
cast a, a, a character that was written as an Asian black woman as, as Scarlett Johansson, then you're going to get murdered in the press. It's called whitewashing, and it's it's something, in, and or they, they call it whitewashing. It doesn't matter what the origin of the character is. It's how the character was originally drawn. People are going to pick up on it, and they're going to go nuts. You know what the recent example of that was? The new Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the characters is a Chinese-American. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the one I, I don't remember the name of the character. Help me out, guys. If you uh, yeah, come I, on, Josh. It's Detective uh, uh, Damio, Ben Damio. Okay, a Chinese American in, in the comic book. Yeah, something like they, that. They they uh, they cast the Ajax from Deadpool. Huge uproar. Sure. He said, "Okay, I'm out." So they cast uh, Daniel Day Kim, and everyone's like, "Oh, that, that's good." The thing is, he's a Chinese American. In the comic book, Daniel Day Kim is a Korean, but no one has a problem with a Korean American. Oh, he's Asian. It's fine. But so so I'm saying, it's just all bullshit. You can't appease anyone. It's just no, and you shouldn't have to. You you cast who's best for the role, and 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 screw the audiences. Make make the movie you want, and and time will tell. You know, and it's everybody's all worried about budgets. You and I, you and I could make a film for for next to nothing that's going to be just as good as any which sixty million doing. dollar, which we're working on. Which, which we're doing. Be, and it's going and as long as the script is solid, the movies and the actors are, are cast correctly, your your movie's going to be good. Screw the special effects. You know, they, I don't, I don't, I, I would never make anything for the 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 craptastic Transformers obsessed generation who, who only gives a crap about Michael Bay movies. The scripts suck. Those movies are awful. They're not going to stand the test of time. They're going to end up in the trash heap in ten years. Well, unless the idiocracy comes to pass, you know, the, the, truly, the truly intelligent moviegoer is never going to care about this junk. Well, of course, the idiocracy is is really making a big comeback right now, so... <laughs> Mad anyway. Dog is back. Sorry. <laughs> I, get, I do get it. We're so, we're so sense, oversensitive, and, 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 and nobody gives a crap about script... God, I watched sitcoms the other night, and it was that was literally the same episode on three different sitcoms because they're they're so tropey, and it's and they're so afraid to take any chances whatsoever. This is why people like Rick and Morty, like we were talking about before the podcast, guys, because they do take chances. They're not afraid to offend people. Hang on, hang even on, Seth MacFarlane is afraid to offend people now because he's got this new Star Trek show, which he won't take a damn chance on. He, he's even afraid to be funny. This is Seth MacFarlane, who used to he used to make his living off dick and fart jokes. He's afraid to be funny on his new Star Trek show. Hang on, Mad Dog. Sorry, man. We'll, we'll give you a sec- <laughs> we'll give you we'll give a Mad Dog section at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, where were we? Uh, I don't know. Something incited my rant. <laughs> uh, Ghost in the Shell. Okay, we've all <laughs> that's what it. That was it. <laughs> uh, so we all like the anime. Yeah. Yes. They mm-hmm. for the movie. Did you look up who directed it? It was like a yeah. I forgot his name already. He only yeah, directed got, like somebody, somebody got me distracted about <laughs> something, he, and he only directed like two movies, I believe. Right? Yeah, uh, he probably won't direct a third. Now. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so they took they took the plot of the the movie, and they took some of the standalone complex, and put it put it in. Um, they, I liked. I I thought I don't know why it didn't do. Well. It maybe it's because of, it did. Well, it didn't do well because of all the backlash from the quote unquote. Whitewashing. So you thing. think you think that's what it was? That's a hundred percent what killed that movie. Really? Yeah. I, for for me, it it, it came out um, in the middle of like a four week period where I wanted to go to the movies every week and I had to cut something. Um, what, what did you see instead? I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was exactly. Like, if you can't remember, you should have went to go see the show. <laughs> but it was like it was a Marvel movie came out. I think it was Spider Man. Spider-Man or or the director was Rupert it was, Sanders. It was, it was Spider-Man or Guardians. It had, that no, it had came been, out. It had been Guardians. Uh, Power Rangers, I think. 
Yes. You went to Power Rangers instead of Ghost in the Shell? I did. I went and saw Power Rangers. Get the fuck out of your own street. <laughs> and then there was one more, and there was four weeks, and I'm like... That was, and so I that went was Suicide to, Squad. Was it Suicide Squad? Yeah, because it's March. it was came out March 31st, 2017, so that would oh. be Suicide Squad. Okay, because I know there was... It four. wasn't Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man okay. was June. Okay, I guess I thought... Yeah, yeah, one... Oh, yeah, I guess it was March. So I was talking would, about yeah, how, Power, how Power Rangers and, and uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, and there was another one that came out after Ghost in the Shell that I went and saw, but it was four weeks of movies I wanted to see in theaters, and I had to bump one, and I ended up bumping Ghost in the Shell. Because? Uh, I had something else going on that week. I, 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 oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that would have been it. Um, yeah, there was something else going on that... That that the week that Ghost in the Shell came out, so I bumped it, and, I, and so you don't think it had anything to do with like the, the horrible taste that the Matrix Matrix style movies left in people's mouth. It certainly could have, I think, um, but I think Ghost in the Shell is big enough name, and we're so far along away from Matrix. That I don't know. Cause I have uh, to. What what was what bad taste did Matrix leave? Did you watch Matrix Three? No, did you watch? Sorry. Did you watch Matrix? Did you watch the first Matrix? Yeah, that movie was amazing. You basically watched Ghost in the Shell. Though. I mean, I've seen all that stuff. But, I mean, they. Well, but you're a fan, though. Like a lot of people. The Matrix like, is one of the greatest movies ever made. Period. All right. The original one. I yeah. agree. All right. All right. I, if you don't like it, we can fight outside. No, no. I, <laughs> you, you know how? But what I'm saying is, it's the whole dooms. It's the whole uh, dark side Thanos argument. You know, Ghost in the Shell was around before the Matrix. I mean, even the Wachowski sisters openly admit to just pilfering. Ghost in the Shell and other uh, uh, what's the other big anime that Akira 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 just just pilfering everything to make that movie and the normal audience doesn't know that so they go see Ghost in the Shell and like well this is just a rip off the Matrix I I don't know maybe in my opinion the reason I wasn't that excited to see is because we already had the anime we already had a great original yeah why are we going to and that's try the, so, well, yeah. I understand it was live action, but, but we already Scarlet, had a great one before. What is Scarlett Johansson that outfit? Okay, it's Scarlett Johansson. I can't the be, same argue again. I okay, can't they be put the her in there to sell foot buttons. <laughs> right, they, they put her in <laughs> like a big Hollywood name. Oh, oh, she'll draw us, draw us viewers and stuff. Like, I, I get that. Like, I understand that. It's just like, again, just my personal opinion, I, we already have a good one. Why are we trying to remake something that's already good? Right. Like, it, and the same thing's going to happen again. Like, apparently there's another biggest anime movie in the world right now happening in Japan, and they're already talking about bringing it into a live action to America. Now, I can already see, like, that's probably going to just Oh, you mean the, the, the um... I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen any of the movies, but I'm like, yeah. oh, I've been dying to see this movie. And, uh, what, one point? It's one? actually, and it's a rom-com. No. Time travel rom com. It's a time travel rom com, and it's and it's and it's supposed to be insanely good. Um, it's it's like the number four movie in the world right now. It's made it's made all of thirty cents in America because it's it's only showed in one it's been shown in one theater in New York. Really? But it's it, oh. which it's supposed theater? to be like which theater epic we go? movie, yeah. and just because it's epic everywhere else, they're going to try and make a live action version of it here in America. Not yeah, they're going to. It's not going to work. And it's not going. No, it's absolutely not. Well, it, it actually it, it might. might work. But that, but there. I think the, the, the sad thing is the anime is supposed to be so wonderful um, that we're not going to see the anime in America because they want they'll they'll want to re- redo they'll want to do a live action version. But yeah, I've, I've I've heard nothing but good things. about We this. gave you crap last week because you don't like using the air conditioner. 
What? No, because he does like using it. No, no, Josh oh. loves using air conditioning. I'm sorry. I don't know. It was freezing. Did I just get him in trouble? I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, it. I, if if it is 80 plus degrees, I will kick the air conditioner on. If it's less than 80s, then I'm opening the windows because I like fresh air. And and right now it's like mid seven. I know. I'm terrible. Um, but on the on the topic of um, on the anime that Cody and Mike are talking about, um, I think one of the the issues is the perception of anime, and there's so many people who. Um, I don't think look at anime as cinema, or they don't look at anime as as this high art form. Still, it, it, well, a lot I, of people I think in so. this country, especially, look at it. Oh, look, cartoons. Exactly, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah it's it, oh, it's a cartoon. So, so they take these cartoons, these this anime, which is amazing, and they have to turn it into a live action because now it's cinema, and it's such an incorrect. Um, assumption on things and it's it's awful like half the movies that are coming out of Hollywood we could just can and if we could get good quality imports from Japan with with modern dubbing and voice acting and put it in theaters those companies would make money hand over fist like, like what? If, um, as long as we if, could change the attitude that's the main thing yeah, right? yeah because then you start it's when like, you start putting them into theaters, then you start drawing crowds into those theaters. Like if Akira had been put into uh, a, a mainstream theater, um, that would be incredible. Um, I would personally love to go see um, like a a condensed version of Berserk, or put Berserk into oh, yeah. three two hour movies. What's that? Uh, Berserk oh. is a fantasy anime um, about... Fantasy um, horror survival. Kind of, yeah. It's a, a warrior in, in medieval times, and he falls in with this group of mercenaries, and this mercenary becomes the king's guard, and the leader of the mercenary group has a devil, uh, devil artifact that effectively he has made a deal with demons to get all this power. Did you guys see the live-action version of Attack on Titan? No. I did not. I didn't realize that was a thing. It's a uh, Japanese. It is thing. absolutely terrible. Is it really? really? Uh, I, for me, it is. It's yeah, just. Okay. It's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's. It, it, it's, it's everything you would imagine a, a, a straight shot live action version of an Attack on Titan. There movie. was. There was supposed to be Ken Reeves was supposed to be uh, in Cowboy Bebop. Oh, but that like fell through. I guess. Oh please, please. And that's another kill thing. that movie now. I mean, who? What? Who he? The only character he could play is Spike, and he would be an awful Spike. Wait, the dude in the blue jacket. Spike. Spike. Yeah, he would be an absolutely awful Spike. I think he'd be a great Spike. Really? Yeah, I yeah. like Josh. Oh, no way. I would watch the crap out of that. Hashtag Josh. No, <laughs> he, does, he does not have a sense of humor for Spike. You, do you know him personally? Yeah. I, I've seen <laughs> enough of his movies. Oh, God, let's not start this argument. <laughs> okay. Um, like, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I think maybe... I don't want to get into the Keanu Reeves thing again. But I think that, because I wasn't here for that, and I, that seemed like it was a kind of... Um, I don't. I don't think he was. He would be the greatest Spike ever, but I could see him doing well with Spike, and I, that would be an enjoyable movie to watch. It wouldn't be terrible. It wouldn't be like, oh my god, give that man an Oscar, but it'd be fun, and that, I would watch it. What That's about fair. what about Scarlett uh, Johansson as Spike? I, I would watch her as my. No Spike. Uh, eh, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, right. I'd watch that. Right. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, someone who did a fantastic job is. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe in the Death Note live-action movie. 
Uh, but supposedly oh. they have bastardized. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, apparently. If your you, name. That's the name of the, the name of the anime. Yeah, your name is the name of the anime. That's like awesome. Okay, there we go. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, Death Note. Apparently, if you are a Death Note fan, it is absolutely atrocious. I have never seen any Death Note, and I really enjoyed the movie. But I feel like when I go to watch the anime here soon, uh, I'm going to trash on the the anime. Or no, trash on the movie, I'm sorry. Um, but Willem Dafoe did a, a, was an amazing job as the demon. You have to watch them as separate entities. The, 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 anime, yeah, the, the anime is amazing. It's one of the best ever made. I mean, if not the best what about, anime of all time. What about Trigun? Who would we cast as Trigun? Oh, Flash Stampede? What? I like I like anime but, until they do the goofy eyes and crap. Because I hate humor. Uh, well, Trigun's like one of my... Like, I don't watch a lot of anime. Yeah. But there's very few things that I'm like this all the time. This and Trigun's one of those shows. So who would you? Where I was like, man, that's tough. Bruce Willis. Fuck, please. No. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, anything. Hey, calm down. I'm joke. sorry. No, he just. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm fine with any rational argument. You just threw that out there just to piss people off. I, I, I have. I have. I've never seen Trigun. Okay. It's on my list to watch. Yep, your own store. Get out of your own um, store. Uh, <laughs> if if I was put on the spot to cast. Vance to Stampede and all I've seen is, is art for him I would go Matthew Ryan because my understanding Constantine? Is, absolutely mm-hmm. my understanding is he's supposed to be kind of a jokey character but he can be very very serious at times and I think Matt Ryan did a fantastic job as Constantine he could and, save us I mean if, if that if, because they're doing an animated version of Constantine now uh, to say, as a follow up to that show so he could be the one that, that mainstreams uh is it decent, a f- decent scripts? Into is it is it a follow up to the show or absolutely. is it a whole new instance? Oh, thank God! Because the yeah. first season left with such a cliffhanger, yep. and I, they're oh, going to follow they're going to follow up with an animated version of it instead of you know, and that was a lot of that has to do with uh, Dude Man Who Plays uh, the Arrow. So uh, uh, Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell championed it, that, and getting him over into the uh, okay. back into back into the DC universe and yeah, the CW verse, yeah, CW verse. And uh, but they, and after his appearance on that show, then they decided to go ahead and do an animated follow up to Constantine since they didn't want to, they didn't want to budget for a live action. So yeah, unfortunately, I, Matt Ryan's enough a fan of a fan of the show to continue on with it. So yeah, okay. I, I hope that anytime we get a Constantine, we're going to see Matt Ryan. I hope he becomes the Kevin Conroy right. of Constantine. That would be awesome, and I, I would I would yeah I would really hope for him to be a recurring character on all the DC series too. I mean because he can he can Constantine can travel between parallel earth so he could show up on gotham or he could show up on supergirl he was he was supposed to be in the second season of of legends of tomorrow but they cut him they cut oh. his episode well because I, I don't want to see him in legends of tomorrow legends of tomorrow is so vanilla and candy it's not it's it's yeah. the second season was not good it's 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 like reading dc in the in the 70s after the super friends came out it's ridiculous i like the super friends i like the super friends too but i i want i, I like my comics a little bit more serious now i mean i don't like you know, Batman v Superman, huh? Yeah. No, more more like more like the Tim Burton Batman than than the uh, oh. you know than you know Superman destroying all of Metropolis and uh, Zod coming back to life. I am is, not going to defend that perfectly yeah. like last time. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I still say that it, Justice League starts with Flash zipping around Metropolis, saving people as Zod and Superman fight. I will have a completely different opinion that, of Man of now, Steel. Now, if they if they do that, then it would yeah it would it would really. Help all right. Okay. okay. I, I would right, love right, yeah. a retcon like that. One yeah. box. One, let's get off that box office bomb. Um, <laughs> next one: King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Okay. I liked it. It, it had is, a budget. Is that the most recent one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the one that uh, had to do for the shirt. Hmm? You're wearing a Son of Anarchy shirt. 
or a spinoff of a Sons uh, of Anarchy. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a, uh, a Sons of Sanctuary shirt, which is a Diablo three reference. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 175. It was budgeted for 175 million. Any guesses how much it made? 122. Nope. Uh, Twelve dollars. You're closer. It's <laughs> uh, like prices, right? Thirty-seven point one million. Wow, that's it's a huge and loss. I I am a fan of Guy Ritchie. I I went. I was right down the middle on it, man. Like I didn't hate it, but I didn't. I thought it was a great Guy Ritchie movie, but I I mean I, I think I, I think that's way too much. I mean, that's an outrageous budget. Yeah. For that considering, is it did it flop because besides the. Our culture does anyone even care about King Arthur anymore? King well, Arthur's I, like the coolest thing on the oh, planet. Oh, great! I mean, there was a, for for, for us. For, 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 the, the Merlin uh, TV series ran for five seasons, and it was great. Uh, but that was that was on the the Seafy channel. <laughs> Thank you. There was an NBC like Merlin thing. Not yeah. a but that was, back, but right? that was like a, what was the the one on Stars? That one was really good. I like that one. It only lasted for like you one season. You talking about the Sam Neil one? Um, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Miss of Avalon was good. That was on TBS. Yeah. I don't think people have stopped caring about King Arthur, but I mean, I, I just don't... I think it was silly to give Guy Ritchie that much money. He's I, supposedly doing a live-action Aladdin. I, I haven't seen this most recent King Arthur film, but I think you, if you're going to do it, you have to really grab the mythos and do it right. Because when I saw the trailers, I did not see a lot of the scenes that I kind of look for in a King Arthur film. Like, you don't see the um, the scenes with Morgan, um, I mean, the Lady of the Lake and Excalibur, and... Lady like, of the Lake's in it? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. like I said, I, I liked it. Um, I, I, you know, yes. I went opening night, and I thought it was I thought it was a great Guy Ritchie film. I just don't see it costing $175 million, so who knows where that led. Charlie I mean, Hunnam probably took a lot of it. I mean, yeah. He was it, coming straight off of Sons. Yeah. It's, it's, but I, I don't think that they... Unless they unless they built castles right from the ground and took these as sets and then left them, I mean... I just don't see how it could have cost 175 million. I mean, this—we're talking about a guy who I mean, he made Snatch for like two million, didn't he? Yeah. You know, and there's there should be enough architecture in England to shoot those movies without having to pay that much. But, yeah, I, I'll go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it just like I'm not saying that it's a dead concept, King Arthur and the Round Table, but how many times have they done it? Like, I, it's oh, like hundreds. one of the most. It, it's one of the most. It's like right up there with. The John ancient ideals, uh, but it but it it, it, have the, it had a guy Richie twist on it, and that was right. and that was interesting. Right, and then that, well, that's the only thing you can do nowadays. You can't really do the original, so you always got to do some elaborate twist yeah. on. Well, and after what on. happened with that that Robin Hood movie, um, where the, the uh, what's his name uh, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe's got Robin Hood. Right. You know, the, the doing this the, the straight you know story is is it, that was horrible. Yeah, it seems like and I, they, they originally wanted to make the, that that movie the original script in that movie. The sheriff was the good guy. Well, the Robin original, was the, was the, the original title was Nottingham. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it would have been awesome. Why, why, why is it, why is it that when they do all this stuff, they they gotta take out the magical stuff? They they want to make a gritty version of it. Why can't we just have the the magic, the fun? Yeah, that's what I want. Like every King Arthur film that I've seen, was other Merlin, than I can't. Remember, it's been a while. Was Merlin in the Guy Ritchie one? I don't remember Merlin being in. That's I mean, probably not a good thing if you can't remember. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the, with the dragons at the at the, the the coronation and stuff like that. I remember the. Um, I'll have to I'll have to yeah. rewatch it. Uh, yeah, the last one, the one with previous, uh, was it Clive Owen? They did King Arthur. 
It had uh, not Natalie Portman, Keira Knightley in it. Okay. And it was like a realistic take on it. And Merle, and they had Merle in it, but he was just a wild, wild yeah. force, man. Like, why, why are we afraid? And I mean we, because apparently it's we. We're the ones doing it. Why are we afraid to put the magic and the mythos in it? Why, why can't we it, have it? It's, it's because geek's a bad word. And, yeah, and but look at the Big Bang Theory, man. And, and that's doing at least something. But you start talking about a fantasy film with magic, everyone connected to World of Warcraft, and if you're not a geek, World of Warcraft has this huge negative stigma attached to it. Um, I mean, that didn't stop, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff, though, right? So... I, I think Lord of the Rings is the exception, not the rule. Yeah, but how, Harry would you, Potter. how would you do a realistic look at Lord of the Rings with nothing in it? Just a bunch of small dudes walking? Well, yeah. I think anytime you see a, a, a King Arthur movie or a Robin Hood movie anymore, it's it's. I mean, it, it is it is a tired concept. It has been played out. It's been done to death every possible way. Same with Sherlock Holmes. I mean, even the even yeah, the, but that's it, still it, kicking though. But it's you I, get it to I, kick the, each know, time. You got to keep raising the level. Any, yeah. Anybody who says that the most recent season of Sherlock was good is is just way too is they're way is way too attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Martin, Martin oh, Freeman. It, it was it, it's done. It's tired. The last season was. I mean, come on. They, they, Mark Mark Gaddis and, and, and Stephen Moffat have batch. have done it together. <laughs> huh? I'll come on her batch. Come come her batch. Yeah, I mean you guys. It's, I tried it's done. I mean, and I'm sorry. It's just, you're just you're just loving it for the for the fact that you love Sherlock or Sherlock Holmes or whatever. It was it was tired and awful. We're it not was, we're not the Mad Dog section yet. Huh? We're not at the Mad Dog section. Well, what I'm know. saying is, anytime, anytime you see this stuff go on now, anytime there's an Arthur movie made, a Robin Hood movie made, or another Sherlock Holmes. Just like Robert Downey Jr.'s version of Sherlock Holmes, right. it's because a, a, a huge actor or a huge director wanted to do it, and it's a passion project. It's not because anybody in the studio thought it was a good idea. It's placating somebody. A guy Ritchie, attached to a studio, worth a ton of money, decided he wanted to do a King Arthur movie. They probably looked at the script and thought, "Oh God, this is horrible," but we got to placate Guy Ritchie. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and I know. actually enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought the gangster uh, uh, Arthur was an awesome idea, but but I don't think that anybody thought making another King Arthur movie was a good idea. So, so we should we retire King Arthur uh, at least Conan for the next the barbarian those styles of story. Should we retire them? 10, 15 years? At least for 10 or 15 years. We should yeah. shelf yeah. them for a little while, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's not not like Batman and Superman where we got to keep going until we get it right. Let's see. <laughs> you see, my thing with King Arthur is everything I can think of that I remember watching from King Arthur has to take these giant changes to the storyline other than Mists of Avalon. Like, Mists of Avalon from early 90s was the most true recreation of the Athenian legends that I can ever remember. Even they weren't all 100%. Like, I would love to see someone take the Athenian legends and do them right. Let's see Avalon, let's see Galahad and Gawain and Percival and all of these knights. So is that how we're fixing it? Do it right. Well, the, only, the only way to do that, that I, I think, is, is to, to you're, you're, um, it's, it's like a, a true story. You're going to have to change the names to protect the innocent, and then let people, you know, get people hooked in, and and later on reveal that it was that it's Arthur or Merlin, or show enough of the. I mean, you're not you're not infringing anybody's copyrights by by changing all the names in the Arthur legend. It's 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 in the public domain. Um, 
but it's there's a stigma now attached to those characters because there's they've been so done to death. That's so true. if you're gonna so if you want to do the Arthur legend, change all the names and and and, and write the stories I mean, as close to the, to to the uh, the legends as possible and present them as new characters. I think that could be done. What if you do a Guy Ritchie gangster movie, but tell the story of King Arthur as a modern gangster movie? That's like, what they. That, well, we mean in modern times. You mean like they did with Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, that's a guilty pleasure. I love that. I, I really like that one yeah. too. I really like that version of Romeo and Juliet. That's great. I think. Well, the next one, obviously, Guy. It's going to be Guy Ritchie doing a gangster movie in space because he's already done everything else. Well, he's got to do Aladdin <laughs> first. Uh, uh, okay. Is he going to be like? Standalone Aladdin, or is it going to be Disney Aladdin? It's Disney Aladdin. Will Smith as a genie. What? Yep. Yeah, he's the voice. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Pass. To who? Just pass. Period. (laughs) I don't want to see that. Sounds terrible. Okay. Uh, Last one. Well, is it going to be? It's just. I I think he could probably pull off. I I mean, as long as he doesn't try and do. I'd rather. I would rather have Chris Tucker as the genie than Will Smith. Nobody's nobody's going to top Robin Williams. I mean, I don't think there's anybody working today that could that could do the job that Robin Williams did on that. No. Um, I mean, even <laughs> he he would have to make the, as long as he makes the character his own and doesn't try and emulate Robin Williams's. Is, but is this going to be the first movie he does a theme song for again? It's been a while since he's rapped a theme song. Uh, oh, he's a rapping. Is he Shazam now? What is he doing? Are well, you, he did uh, uh, the, the <laughs> theme song for Wild Wild West well, and Men in Black Two. Wiki Wiki uh, Wow. Wiki yeah. Wow Wow. Anyways, yeah, he's such a Will Smith apologist. Okay, no, I'm, no, I'm not saying no because uh, I'm straight out. If Will Smith tries to do Robin Williams, or if he tries to do the theme song, I'm out. Like I, I am not a huge fan of Will Smith. Yeah, I just think he's a better actor than Keanu Reeves. There's so much wrong with that statement. Anyways, uh, chips. It had a budget of twenty five million, and it made eighteen point six million. I see. I didn't even know they put that out. That's how. That's how good Same that movie here. was. So is that a lack of promotion? Is that back to the dick and fart jokes again? To a show that didn't have dick and fart jokes? That's that's just a, that's a case of, of rebooting something that need, didn't need to be. It should have been. It should have died on the table. They just want to take anything that's got a seventies or eighties name recognition and then make a, a movie out of it. I don't. I chips should never come back. That's not no. even relevant. So it was one of those things like Baywatch where they tried to hit both target audiences and they missed. Completely. Yeah, they're just. They're, yeah, they're just grasping for any IP that they can like try and revitalize and make some money off of. But like, you're not gonna always hit with that stuff. And Twenty One Jump Street another, did okay. Here's another thing but, with, with like, properties like that. You can um, if it's an original. It's an original idea. There's a different. There's a higher pay scale for script writing than there is for taking something like Chips and having somebody adapt it. There's adapted screenplay and screenplay. The, the, the pay scale is so big, the difference in, the differential in pay scale is so big between adapting uh, something for the screen and writing an original concept that they, they when they take all these 70s and 80s TV shows and turn them over to somebody, they're getting paid like, I don't know what, I think, I don't remember what scale is for writing on a show, or writing a script anymore, but I think it was like 135,000, whereas an original screenplay could go anywhere up to $10 million. So by, 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 by saying, hey, let's, let's grab this show, turn it over to this guy, we'll pay him scale to write us up a movie, and then, then it's out there and it's got name recognition, somebody's going to fund it, you know? I mean, because they, they, they're like, reboots are big right now, even though it's a complete abortion, like, the, like Chips or Dukes of Hazard or something like that, they're going to they're gonna throw money at it because the script's, the script's done, you know? <clears throat> if you look at this, look at this, I mean, I, 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 
get more caffeine. Anyway, um, no, no yeah. more caffeine. <laughs> what, what was but yeah, there's a, it's it's a money issue in in the pre-production stage. Okay, well, I can see that. I think another big part of it is with a lot of these remakes that are just absolutely terrible. Chips, Baywatch, uh, Miami Vice, mm-hmm. Dukes of Hazard. You're taking these shows that at its heart had some amount of humor, but were also had dramatic episodes, and then trying to turn them into a Hollywood comedy, which Hollywood hasn't had a good comedy in well, Miami a Vice, very long time. Miami Vice went straight gritty. I don't think there's any humor oh, you, in that. No, well, yeah. It's, well, it, that Jamie Foxx sex scene, but it had a joke in it, but I no, mean, that I mean, was strictly Miami gritty. Vice was, was very, very gritty for its time, and it, you know, it, it, it got a lot of bad press, uh, or not, I don't know what's... Uh, it got a, 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 a lot of people miss uh, that didn't watch it. Uh, they called because because they called it the uh, the MTV cop show, oh. you know. So and, and the people that actually watched it were like, okay, yeah, it's the MTV cop show because they're playing music in every episode. But it, it was really really well done and it was very very tough for its time. And I mean, yeah, yeah, the show was iconic. And yeah, they did they did some great things with the show, they, but the 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 remakes have yeah. been terrible. But I think you look at like uh, what was another the one that Bill Cosby was an I Spy, yeah, I yeah, Spy, like, yeah, like that, that was very gritty for the seventies and sixties, and the movie was absolutely terrible. Yeah, um, the one that that comes to mind that they they actually did a good thing with was the Man from Uncle. Um, I, I haven't seen the movie version. The the movie is is great, yeah, huge, Guy and too, huh? It's Guy Ritchie too. Wasn't yes, it? that was Guy Ritchie directed. But, yeah. it, but the Man from Uncle, I, that's that that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I, I Napoleon Hill. Yeah, Rock, and I feel oh. like they the, the I haven't seen a lot of the episodes, but I feel like they grabbed the core of what Man from Uncle was. The the movie was decent. They didn't try and make it stupid funny. They had funny parts. They had dramatic parts, and they they kept the ratio right. And I feel like a lot of these remakes that, just aren't grabbing that ratio. That was a box office failure, and I did not get around to seeing that. Did Which they, is a real shame, because it was good. Didn't they have Henry Cavill, a Brit, play the American, and Army Hammer, and American well, we all, we, Russian? Yeah, we, we all know that Henry Cavill can't play an American-style hero. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed Stanbridge on the podcast. <laughs> uh, does, anyone, does anyone know who, what CHIP stands for? Uh, California, California Highway... Highway Patrol, Interstate, isn't it? California Highway Patrol. The the I and the S are just add-ons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Lowercase I and S. They just yeah. What does Uncle stand for? CHP. Uncle. Yeah. Whoa. Oh fuck. Um, is United. Something, something, no something, Google. Something, something something. I'm not gonna answer. I just want to see. I know the uh, the E is espionage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what's the answer? Hell, I don't know. Oh, okay. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, while 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 they're while they're googling it, uh, Josh, I should know my this. main man tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get used to it. <laughs> do you have any Do you have any recommendations for guilty pleasures or box office bombs that you particularly liked? Oh, off the top of my head, or the bottom of your feet, however. Either one. Um, one show, TV show that I liked. That was a guilty pleasure that a lot of people should watch that have may not have watched it. Um, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna get made fun of. Do it. Do it. I watched the shit out of Glee, you guys. That show. Anyway, I hope you all like Josh and the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, anyway. Uh, I, Some of the people here like the musical stuff. Crap. It, it, it was pretty entertaining. Too much humor. I like that show. Too much humor. Too much humor? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Rocky Horror fan. I can't ever watch Glee. They took a big poop on it. It's true, they did. All right. It wasn't all great, but some of that stuff was pretty. 
getting to watch Neil Patrick Harris sing uh, Dream On by Aerosmith was insanely awesome to see. That was one of my favorite episodes of that show. It was great. Anyways. United okay, Network Command for Law and Enforcement. Uncle. What does MASK stand for? Huh? MASK. Uh, mobile, mobile Armor Strike. Kill. Uh, I think it's Command uh, with a K, isn't it? I, yeah, I think Command, command yeah, with a K. Strike command. Yeah, they, okay. Because they, they, they addressed that in Adult Swim on Robot Chicken. They, Command with a K. Stanbridge yes. recommendations. Guilty for, pleasures. For guilty or bombs, pleasures. Or bombs, whatever. Or bombs. Uh, Besides King Arthur, because you like King Arthur. <laughs> uh, uh, any any 80s sci fi TV show that you haven't seen? Uh, what's the, the what's original the, Battlestar Galactica? What about the Captain Marvel ripoff? The yeah. World's Greatest Hero? World's oh, Marvel? you mean uh, Greatest American Hero? Yeah. Yeah, great show. Um, Henry Cavill could have been the greatest American. He, yeah, yeah. He could have been if he was in a good the, movie. Yeah, it was, it was an inferior hero that got all his powers <laughs> from the suit. And uh... Anyways, Cody? <laughs> the producers. The original or the musical? The musical. The original rocks, dude. Gene okay. Wilder is so awesome in that. Okay, all right. Anyway. Uh, the producers, the one I'm talking about, is one with Matthew Broderick and... Uh, Nathan Lane? Nathan mm-hmm. Lane. Yeah. It's, it's really good, but I, like the original just... Is, Gene Wilder, one of Gene Wilder's best performances and one of his earliest. Really, really fun. All right. Um, so I think for me, um, it's the show that I'm watching right now and I'm marathoning the hell out of it, uh, Vampire Diaries from CW. Oh, jeez. God, what uh, is wrong with you wow. people? <laughs> I, I, I... You have no room to laugh, Mr. I Love Glee. Wow. I, I started with season one and and I have, I have I started like a month ago. I'm on like six and a half now. I am absolutely loving everything about Vampire Diaries. Is the dude from um, Lost still on there? Ike Barinholtz? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Who, who, what character do you play in Lost? Ah, uh, he's a good-looking man. Well, there's a lot of good-looking men in that. Oh, on, yeah. oh, on Lost. He was the uh, brother and sister that were whiny little complainers. Oh, um, no. He's, he, he, left, he left Lost to do... Uh, vampire Diary. I think he. I think he. His character was killed off in season two. Okay. I think. I think. Um, Locke didn't kill him, but kind of set him up to where. He, I think it was season two. Season two. It was, was he the guy who died in the plane crash. Like no, he, the plane flipped and he died inside that one. Oh, you mean the drug? The drug plane. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I. I'm gonna have to look to see who that was. I don't remember. Ike Barinholtz. Uh, okay. I have to look. I don't know if he's playing a character in. in uh, vampire Diaries or not um, but I, I love a lot of the characters Damon's humor is amazing uh, because it's the type of humor that I enjoy yeah they just finished um, their last season didn't they yeah season 8 just went up on Netflix I'm on I think I'm either 5.5 or 6.5 yeah, I was really hoping they were going to go um, they have the supernatural guys come in and kill all of them I actually that would have been awesome wouldn't it have been a great ending though I mean, it really would have been neat it would have been a really cool ending if the mythos wasn't really yeah. different but um, yeah, I, I love it. The, the, the characters are fun. Um, I, I, it's not a perfect show. There's a lot of plot holes. Uh, I joked that the first season should be called Underage Drinking, and I forgot I had superpowers. Um, it's, it, Drinking the, will do that. Yeah, the, oh, here, oh yep, sorry. There's a lot of plot holes, but it is a guilty pleasure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Riverdale is a de- definite guilty pleasure of mine. I enjoy that uh, the hell out of that. Yeah. Mm. Is, is Dark Angel, too? Punisher has not shown up on Riverdale. Oh, though. Dark Angel. That's so Dark Angel. Potential. Oh, that's way back, man. Cameron, wow. Cameron supposedly ripped that off of an anime too, didn't he? 
he, he ripped Terminator off of a Ray Bradbury story, right? And then he ripped Dark Angel off of some. Anime. Everything's derivative if you look hard enough. I mean, we all we're all you know we all grow up watching things. And now the one, ideas of my, that are all one of my one of my guilty pleasures else. is not derivative. It's completely original. You all ready for mine? Oh, okay. Oh, am I ready for this? Okay. Well, my first one is derivative. So, uh, the Invisible Man, the '90s television show with Vincent Ventresca. Great mm-hmm. hair. Loved his hair. I wish I could do it. Uh, now, here's the new one, the one that's not derivative. Human Centipede. Oh, God. Uh, the, the first one was okay. But Thank you. The, the first f- one was a great movie. It's not what people think I, it no, is. I w- okay, great like, it's great like, idea, but it's not what horrible people, to watch. It's not what people thought it was. So, the Tom Six... He took so much, the director and writer, he took so much crap for that movie. He's like, you're not even watching. It's not what you think it is. So he took all the heat and negativity from what he got from the first movie, and he made the second movie. He's like, all right, you know what, guys? I want to make the movie that you said the first movie was. And the second movie is messed up and beyond belief. Two and three are god awful I haven't I haven't seen three I want to see it because Clayton Warner's in it and I love Clayton Warner I have not seen it yet yeah two and three are just absolutely gross shock value films the first one was like a legit suspense horror film the other two are just murder it's, yeah, porn the, it's the, terrible the first one is not what everyone thinks it is that, that is true it is not this that happens with all horror though it's, it, usually the first one is I mean same with it, it happened in Friday the 13th the, 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 you know, the, the, there was actually a mystery element to the, fri- the first Friday the 13th movie and who was the killer in the first Friday the 13th uh, well Mrs. Voorhees thank dude, you fine. and then uh, the, same, the same with Nightmare on Elm Street and then after that you, it, it gets bloodier and more and, uh, and more l- less well more, more attempts at humor right, right, right. you know and bigger and you know it, it, that happens to all horror though yeah. if you if you you know Everything past the first one is going to be a popcorn movie. But anyway, the first Human Centipede, good movie. Watch it. It's not what you think it is. The second and third one, the director and writer got butt hurt, and it, he went off the rails writing it. So watch it. If you like the first one, watch it so you can say you watch the second and third one, but at least watch the first one. It's right. not what everyone says it is. Right. Okay. Go yeah, ahead. I agree with that. Uh, did you hear me plug your, your, uh, your, your oh, shop oh, last week? Oh, did I? <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> so I did such a good job I'm going to let you do it this week okay. uh, so Damage Control is being recorded at Underdark Comics and Games in uh, Quincy, Illinois uh, make sure you stop by our Facebook page at facebook slash underdarkcomics or check out our normal website at underdarkquincy.com uh, give us a call 217-214-0634 or stop in the store um, you can find our address on the website uh, six, uh, it's um, 508 South 9th Street Quincy, uh, Illinois. Uh, stop in and see us. Um, make sure you say hi to Josh and I and Mike and Adam and Cody if you see us here. You don't know what we look like. That's I'm the pretty one. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, so any uh, comments, questions, hate mail, send it to damage control podcasting at gmail.com. And uh, my mom didn't even comment last week, so we got <laughs> no comments. Well, I told my parents about it um, on Monday, so maybe I'll get my mom to comment. All right, fair enough. (laughs) Shut up, Josh.